It is the Alan Melanick Hour that we're into for today, the very first for 2021. Alan is in studio already. Hello, hello, hello. Greetings and salutations. Happy New Year to you. I mean, Happy we've, 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 we've spoken since 2020 became 2021. Well, it's what we do, you know. But I haven't actually seen you. I know. I, I'm not changed much. I'm pretty much like I looked last year. Oh, dear. And that cable's doing its thing again. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I think it's the connection. I don't think it's actually the wire. I think it's the little silver part as it plugs in there. So don't wiggle it. How's it sound now? Now you sound perfect. I won't touch it. Right. Jolly good. So, yes, happy 2021. Yes. Well, let's let's look at it differently from from last year, perhaps, eh? Well, I'm looking forward to getting in today's show, in two, two days' show. Um, it is the Alan Malinick Hour. For those of you who are brand new to Caxton Radio, or maybe you just caught a couple of bits and pieces last year, but you're not entirely sure what it's about, um, well, Alan's going to tell you before we play some adverts and then the first song and kick off with the show. How would you describe I, it? It's, I don't know. He's still trying to describe it. We can't describe this. It's a, it's a, it's a very subjective thing, isn't it? Well, we are, it, it's a free-thinking <laughs> free show. Yes, that's, that's probably about the, uh, the safest Description. We, we have conversations that you probably will not hear on other radio stations. Yes. Not that it is in any way obscene or offensive or far out. In fact, for us, it's just normal conversations. No, it's normal. Um, but I think it's just thinking a little bit further and a little bit beyond what the mainstream media are purporting and shoving in your face. Uh, and I think it's just something that we hope will get you thinking uh, a little how can I put it? It's not more seriously necessary, but a little deeper, maybe um, give you give you more insight into life, perhaps, because I think that everyone I would hope that not everyone listening here is as programmed as everybody out there seems to be. But mm-hmm. I think that uh, there's there's scope for improvement. Let's put it that way. And I think that, um, yes, people can afford to think better than they do currently. Lovely. Well, we will kick off the very first episode of Alan Malinick's The Malinick Hour in just a couple of minutes here on Caxton Radio. Um, we're also going to be talking about Telegram because Alan is, oh, yes. is, is far more well-versed in that than I am. Let's, let's talk about the chaos, the drama of social, social media. <laughs> but not only that, and I know what you're referring to. You're referring to the uh, supposed change in all the privacy yes. of WhatsApp and Facebook, because, of course, Facebook bought WhatsApp some time ago. Yeah. But aside from that, um, we have to set up a Telegram uh, account for Caxton Radio. A group, and yeah. so um, now with more and more people involved in Telegram and comfortable with it and knowing what it is, I think now is the time. Uh, but we'll chat about that in just a moment. Now, listen, there's been a lot happening in social media. In fact, I have a WhatsApp that I'm very keen to share with you. I don't know if uh, it was sent to you. Um, a chap by the name of Ian, and I don't have any context for where he's from or who he is. Yeah. But it was a message that was sent to Zena, and he was just commenting on why he believes that people shouldn't be going crazy all of a sudden with the new privacy rules on WhatsApp. He says, yes, be aware, be alert. But he said, if you really think that the recent changes on WhatsApp are changes that are going to affect your privacy and the sharing of public, uh, private information and data and so on, he said, think again, because if you've been using any of the social media platforms, if you have a Gmail account and you're doing anything with Google, well, you, you have been tracked from the very beginning. So suddenly worrying about it now in 2021 because a few people have told you, oh, you need to get off WhatsApp. Um, yeah, 
your thoughts though because I know this is something we, we wanted to chat about you have been a fan of Telegram since we first met I remember clearly I have yeah. I, I asked you are you on WhatsApp and you, I think you were and you still are but you were quite hesitant to promote it as a platform because by then you'd already been using Telegram for well, some time well we run a we run a good number of groups on on Telegram and from a, a group management perspective it's Telegram is great it's far far superior to to WhatsApp mm-hmm. um, and just as a general messaging platform, it works well. Now, yeah, I still I still work with things on on WhatsApp because we've got groups. I'm part of groups that are on there, and I, you know, it's a necessary evil, as it were. In some cases, I wonder about that. Actually, it probably isn't. But anyway, what necessary uh, or nece- evil? Yeah, well, both. <laughs> now I know it's evil. I'm not so sure about the necessary part, but. Uh, Telegram, just going back a step to what you were saying just now about people being, you know, tracked and the information and all of that, I I need to reiterate that I'm I've been sitting watching the last couple of days, the last week, where everyone's losing their minds about this this privacy policy change and, and supposed change. Um, a lot of the people that are uh, reacting to it, I don't believe actually have read the previous policies that they have clicked I agree on. Mm-hmm. Very few people do, period. Yeah, exactly. Well, wherever they are, whether it's yeah. accessing a website, being tracked via cookies. Yeah, exactly. Um, the terms and conditions when you open a bank account, a cell phone account. All, uh, of, that, all of that stuff's got, yeah. got legalese written into it that, number one, 90% of people wouldn't bother underst- or understand. And, uh, yeah. you know, the other 10, well, look, there's stuff in there that you're agreeing to that has given corporations um, the Amazons the Googles the, all of those access to your information and your position on the planet and yep. all of that stuff over the last decade or more yep. and uh, I I actually find it quite amusing everyone's losing their minds and now of course you have all of these messages going out there about you need to change and you need to do this and you need to do that and then you, you've got all the other messages coming out now supporting things like WhatsApp and you, this is the real story and this is the truth and You've got all these conflicting views, and the people are still sheep. The people are too damn lazy to read and understand, and instead they get sucked into the biggest, you know, the loudest voice on social media, yep. on YouTube, on Facebook, or, or whatever. And they will continue in the in the bigger picture, in the bigger scheme of things, they'll continue behaving in the same manner. Yeah. So if anybody thinks that their privacy is is any <laughs> privacy what's that yeah exactly you have no privacy if you are connected to the internet in any way yeah you have no privacy it's if you have simple. a bank account a cell phone account um, and I'll, I'll read you this message shortly um but but the bottom line is if you have any dealings with a number of service providers whether it's a, a telco um, yeah. a telco a mobile network provider internet provider uh, social media platform you have written off your privacy and your rights long, long, long ago. Long I remember time. one of the very first apps that I installed when phones first came out. And I remember the permissions that came up um, in terms of what it was going to do to my phone. Uh, you will, by agreeing to these terms and conditions, your phone will or this app will have access to um, your camera, your microphone, yep. uh, your contacts list, etc., 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 and your GPS data. Yeah, yeah. So, and and that is not just with a messaging platform. That is with, uh, I think, most apps yes. that one uses. Yeah. Whether or not they've made it clear, I suppose technically they they're supposed to make it clear. 
Um, whether they do or not is another thing, as you've said. And, and secondly, if they do make it clear, how many people actually read those T's and C's? They don't bother. Uh, Facebook acquired WhatsApp when? About a year ago. I'm not actually sure, but it was a great deal of money. I'm it sure. Was a, it wasn't it like $19 billion? I suppose we could, we, like could goog, we could Google we it. We could Google it, yeah. But it, it was a big sum, and it just goes great, to show you there was a reason yeah. that they did that. Well, I, I said that to Michael this morning. We were chatting about it, and I said to him, have you thought about why somebody would pay that large a sum of money mm-hmm. for a simple messaging application? Because... No, that, that, there's 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 information in there. You are you are a commodity. That's yep. that's the bottom line. As a human being on the planet now in this time, you are simply a number. You are a commodity yep. to have something sold to you or to be manipulated or to vote in a particular way. Whatever it is, you are a commodity. Yeah. And they say if it's free, you're the product. Absolutely. I remember reading that many times. Yeah. Um, not that I want to dwell on this for the entire show, but I do no. think many people are interested in it. Can I read you this message quickly? It, yeah. I'll, I'll praise it where I can. I don't want to lose too much of the substance, but um, very briefly, it reads as follows. And I'm literally going to just read it verbatim. A special client recently asked me my opinion on the current upheaval around Facebook's new WhatsApp T's and C's that will be forced on us as of the 8th of February. So all of these T's and C's that people are speaking about haven't been implemented as yet. It's still coming. It's on the 8th of Feb. I've done some reading, writes Ian, and I really like, would like to find out who this Ian guy is. I've done some reading, and it's true. Users of WhatsApp face accept or leave decision on the 8th of Feb. The new WhatsApp terms lay out their data sharing with Facebook, who've owned WhatsApp. Wow, I didn't realize it was this long, Alan. 2014. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so Facebook have owned WhatsApp since 2014. they're making profit on you now. I did not know that. Uh, My opinion, writes Ian, what's new is my opinion. Um, Facebook has already had all this information. It's on their systems. They're just being careful on how they obtain your permission. Mm -hmm. There are currently several U.S. lawsuits in progress against Facebook right now, so they are basically cleaning up. Facebook is pushing hard to expand their monetization of Facebook and all its related products, intends to use the data integration between Facebook and WhatsApp for this purpose. So, more ads? What's new? Well, this is what will happen. I search for a product on Facebook, and I see suggestions for that product on any website I go to, and vice versa. This is nothing new. My bank, insurance company, cellular service providers, and so on, have all sold my personal data around the world. I know this because of the spam calls and adverts that I receive. The worst spammer is my cell provider, and I can't even opt out if I tried, which I have many times. Um, He goes on to say that uh, they're essentially saying, this is Facebook now regarding WhatsApp, nothing has changed. It's already in place. They're just making it formal. Mm. Then I see, he writes, there is the move to Signal or Telegram, this wave on social media. Mm. It didn't help that Elon Musk, the richest man in the world right now, go ex-SA boy, has suggested this move. So now Signal and Telegram are being flooded with applications. When he says applications, he means people wanting to join, not Mm. applications as in apps. Mm. So they're both free services. Guess what their intentions are? More spam for you if you use their free services. And in a few years, Facebook, Google, and so on will be buying them too. Soon, you'll be accepting their terms and conditions for data sharing through those platforms. The fact remains that if you use these free services, they have your data and they'll use it for commercial purposes. This is nothing new, always has been, and nothing will change. Advertising just becomes more aggressive. Any free service 
only has commercial interests. There is nothing for free in today's world. The same applies, sadly, to a paid online service. Your data is out there. It's already been sold to the highest bidder. There is no privacy. And it's shocking to know that your own bank, insurance company, and any other service provider has sold your information and has made money out of it. So, the solution? Well, the only solution is to opt out of using these online services, uh, WhatsApp and so on. Go back to SMS. Let Vodacom, Telcom, MTN, etc. spam you and sell you data, uh, or sell your data, rather than Facebook. So, in effect, there's no real solution. This is the online connected world we live in. Best not to use WhatsApp when you're planning your next crime, planning to murder somebody or rob the bank. Your data's online and you will be tracked. In fact, don't use an online service to do anything bad. It's really not wise. Finally, he writes, don't send passwords or confidential financial information using an online service. Your data is out there. Use your common sense. Oh, he writes, get ready for those adverts. Kindest regards, Ian. And I think he makes a lot of sense there. 100%. It's all, it's all spot on. Because Telegram and Signal, as much as they may be more encrypted yeah. and offer more functionality, we are being naive if we think that they are not going to go down the same road. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, I think something that people miss, that they lose sight of, of what's happened in the past, is all of these corporations, because that's what they are, they let you know what they want you to know about the information that they have about you. Yep. The fact that they are now telling, telling you that we're changing this and we're going to do that and all of that, that's because it's by design. It's that simple. There's, there's, nothing, <clears throat> there's nothing unplanned about any of this. The, the knock-on effect, the reaction, the move to different applications, all of this is taken into consideration. It's been in the planning for probably Decades. years yep. or, or, or more, exactly. And I... Again, for me, I look at it as an indicator of the way people think and the way that they um, are are prepared to consider their reality. You know, I look at it and I, I I use Telegram. I use messaging applications. I use Telegram. I use WhatsApp. I SMS. I use email. It's out of necessity, and it's convenient. However, there is a great deal of the population of the planet that does it out of addiction. And mm. I think that that's a, that's a whole subject on its own because the the addiction, the addictive side of social media is a science. It's it's the same as marketing in retail is yep. a science. Absolutely. You know? The colors that are used, the right sounds, exactly. the, the flashing images on a television screen and a billboard and exactly. so on. Yeah. People Have you seen the documentary on Netflix? Oh, I still haven't watched that thing. Have what you still not called? watched it, man? What's it's it called, called uh, um, The Social Dilemma. Social Dilemma. Yeah, no, I, still, I know you've told me about it a couple of times. Yeah. I still haven't watched it. You know, when you've got the very makers of these platforms, these, these social media apps and platforms, communication yeah. apps, when you have them saying that they have banned their own family from exactly. using them, saying that they regret uh, having yeah. been part of it, even Instagram, even the person who created Instagram, which, which on the face of it is a great idea. You sure. know, take really cool photos, share it with the world, and the world then can decide, hey, I would like to see all the interesting photos yeah. of radio studios or Ferraris or Alfa Romeos or yeah. Koi Fish or whatever your interest is. Yeah. You know, on the surface, what a fantastic idea. Sure. But when you start drilling down into the advertising that is overlapped on top of that and, and, and how the, they're targeting people. And the way the targeting happens, the manipulation that happens, because if you like this, then you get that little dopamine release. And then they reward you with something else yep. and you continue. And the whole thing cascades into more and more and more. And 
again, it reinforces the addiction. Instead of being a useful, a useful thing, I think we were talking about this a couple of months ago where I said something, something along the lines of, can you imagine how useful the internet could be or how useful cellular communication or, or mobile phone apps and communication could be if they were only used for doing good things? Absolutely. You know, yeah. To benefit some, somebody, somewhere, something, change the situation, make it more positive. Can you imagine just the type of planet we would live on instead you have everybody addicted to and it's ego based addicted to wanting to put out this persona to construct first of all a persona that's not them and then they want to share this with people and make other people believe that they are something that they are not yep um, and sadly, I think you and I, or the yous and eyes, if I can put it like that, of, of this world, the like-minded people where we do have something between our ears and, and we haven't yet been completely brainwashed, we're aware of the intentions. If I look at my son and daughter, and I'd like to think that I've done my best to bring them up in a home where they're also free thinkers and they're fairly smart kids and so on, although I suppose everybody says that about their children. If I look at their behavior, damn, they are, when I say the biggest problem, they are the most affected by this whole thing. If yeah, I look at Jessica Page, who's yeah. 14, and my son, who is 17, he'll be 18 at the end of this year, um, so he's just turned mm-hmm. 17. If I look at the level of addiction and how they regard the yes. likes of Instagram, TikTok, um, and other apps, I can't think of all of them, but there's a couple that they're on now, apps that, that the youngsters have become familiar with. From the outside looking in, you can see exactly what it's is planned. going on. It's, you, pl- it's plain as day. It, it's hook, line, and sinker. And, and the, sad, the sad thing about this is that from within the addiction, and it's just like any addict, addictive behavior, from within that, from that perspective of being addicted, you don't see the addiction. When you're on the outside looking in, it yep. is plain as day. And the, the difficulty is, especially with kids, with youngsters, you look at, you look at the situation and you go, well, short of smashing the Wi-Fi router or taking to the shooting range and blowing a hole in it or, or smashing your phone and physically disabling the ability to connect to the internet. Yeah. How Short do you police it? That, how do you, number one, police it and control it? Because do you want the addiction to continue? And I know that there's probably a number of people listening now that are looking at it and going, no, I'm not addicted to it. <clears throat> you are just by the way. Yeah. Okay. You might not feel the little dopamine rush each time you click like or someone wants to be your friend. Or mm. But it's basic human psychology. Exactly. And, and I think it's important, Alan, for us to at this point also say that you and I are not immune to that. You and I, no, no, as humans, we, we are addicted know, I, to it in our own way. You know, I say to you just now that I use, I use this as a matter of convenience because it is convenient to communicate. It's this conven- being your mobile phone. The, the phone, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a convenient means of communication and getting a message to where I think it needs to be at the time. The action of doing so, though, makes me part of, of the whole thing. And there is a level of uh, addiction to it. There's, there's also balancing that a great, a great deal of borderline resentment because I understand the necessity for it and yeah. what I'm trying to do with it. But I also, I could quite happily put the phone in the vice and crush it. Yeah, I feel exactly the and same. But then I think, well, hang on a minute. I'm trying to build a radio station yes. here. I and need to build exactly. a show. I need yeah. to attract advertisers and sponsors just as we do on this show, 100%. et cetera, et cetera. And, and you and realize that no matter how hard you try, you can't extricate yourself from yeah. this big spinning machine. 
You're part of it, I, like it or not. I think you can if you're disciplined enough and you can look at this, the situation and say, okay, those five people, family members, whatever, whoever they might be, those five people I want to be able to communicate with. The rest of the world, damn it, I'm not interested. I'm not joining this group or that club or the anything else or these nice pictures. But it's insidious. It's nice to, when you want to, go onto Pinterest and look at the nice pictures of alphas yeah. and, and things like that. And, and actually, why shouldn't you, you know, why shouldn't you have the, the enjoyment of looking at those, those things that you enjoy? Or I'll tell you why, because it doesn't end there. Exactly. It, it's, and, and I found myself guilty, inverted commas, of this. The number of times I'll pick up my phone, and my, intent, my phone's on silent permanently, by the way. Yeah. And I think you'll have noticed that because you tried to call a couple of times and you'll send me messages which I don't always respond to. No, sure. I figured that one of the ways of, of kind of removing yourself is to just not have any notifications at all that are audible. Exactly. So, so when yeah. I have my phone in my hand, as I do now in the studio, I'm looking at it. Yeah. I will then check my WhatsApps. I'll check my, mm-hmm. my Signal and my Telegram and I'll have a quick look at Facebook and Twitter and so on. But they don't control me to the point of me yeah. sitting in my lounge and my phone in the kitchen going ping, 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 ping all the time. So that's exactly. one of the first things I did. And I would recommend that to you. Yeah. Switch your phone onto silent. 100%. Chances are that even if it's a business call, I've missed many if, calls. If it's important enough, someone's going to phone back. Or if it's important enough, they will wait. What was, what was the old thing you had up on the, on the website? FOMO. The fear of missing out. Yeah, that, yeah. that is a very, very real thing. Yeah. You know, people have been, con- and it's a conditioning. People have been conditioned to need to respond. When your phone's in the kitchen, <gasps> where's my phone? Yeah. Oh my God, what am I going to miss? Bing. What do you do? Get up and run to the phone yeah. and see who maybe messaged you. It's ridiculous. But what I wanted to say when I have my phone in my hand, and, and I've, I've found this happening, is I will have picked up the phone with a purpose of either sending somebody yeah. a message um, maybe at that time, just checking to see if I have a message. And do you know that I can be so distracted by, oh, I see I've got a message yes. here on Twitter. I'll, I'll jump onto Twitter. Somebody sent me something. Before I know it, yep. it's 15 minutes, 20 minutes later, yeah. and I actually haven't done what you had what originally I, intended what, to what do. What I wanted to do when I picked up the phone in the first place. Exactly. And I'll put the phone down and switch it off. I'll walk around like, ah, oh, shoot. Yeah. I actually wanted to make a, a note for what I'm doing on the radio exactly. show today. It's, or it's a, a very real. Add to my shopping list or do some banking. Yeah. or Now, the if dis- that's the happening. distractions are constant. Exactly. If that's happening to me as yes. someone who I think is very aware of, yeah. of how a phone can manipulate me. Imagine, imagine, and with the greatest respect to the sheep, imagine the sheep. Precisely. You know, we, we went on holiday. We went, as I mentioned, uh, yesterday on the radio show, and Alan and I were chatting about it with the microphones off. I went down to the South Coast. I won't mention exactly where because we're planning on going again, and it's lovely and quiet. South Coast. And um, the second we got in the car, Jess was, uh, was on her phone, and Zena said to her, because they were both sitting at the back with the mm. dogs, and I was at the front with Matthew, she said, um, I hope you're not sharing any of, of what we're doing or where we're going. And Jess looked at Zena with this surprised look because... She shares everything else in her like, life. Like, why can't I? And Zena said, she said, for the next seven days, she said, I, I'm not asking you. I'm telling Excellent. you. Excellent. You don't share a thing. Good. Not where we are. Not where we're going. Not a photo of, your, of yourself on the beach. Not a photograph of yourself at, at where we were staying at the bed and breakfast. Perfect. No photographs. No sharing. And, and WhatsApp? No, nothing. Yeah. Not even your WhatsApp yeah. status. Nothing, nothing, learn, nothing. Learn to be with yourself. And for seven days, she, 
out of respect for, for her stepmom and um, because I think she's starting to understand what we're finally or what we've been drumming into them. She's finally getting it. Right. You know, sharing those things. I, I often cringe because I see on, on Facebook, so-and-so has checked in here. Yeah. We're going on holiday. Yay, two weeks. And I think to myself, yeah. I reckon if I had the right intentions, give me, I don't know, two or three hours trolling through your Facebook photos and going through your just just what as a non um, hacking ec- expert type person yep. I am I've got no knowledge of that I reckon within a couple of hours I could figure out where you live the oh can it, you imagine it won't even take you that long can you imagine how easy it would be oh fantastic yeah. you've gone down to Belito for two weeks exactly. wonderful oh there's your house sitter oh look look at what every every Wednesday your house sitter goes dancing for two hours yeah. I'm getting all of this information if you have if you have one percent of the logic of some AI computer connected to Google, if, and, and in, in fact, point zero one percent of of the logic processing ability of an AI type computer, you will find information on people online in in minutes. Yep. That they don't even know exists. And, and that's for somebody who's just kind of having a laugh about it now with no criminal intent. But could you imagine exactly. someone who does have criminal intent? Yeah, that's right. Or someone who is. Uh, perverse and here's, in the sorry, sense here's, of, here's the other thing. Let me interrupt you. J- talking about criminal intent, people have this picture in their in their minds of criminals not being to with the program, and you know they they're opportunistic and all of that. And y- yes, they they are opportunistic, but I think people lose sight of just how technologically adept criminals nowadays are. They use all sorts of information that's available online to target people and to gain information. And uh, we're going to go and hit your house now because we know between nine and 10, you're at the gym or, you know, stupid stuff like that. People have lost the ability. And again, we get back to that ego based thing and the dopamine, you know, addiction and, and all of those things, which is a completely different discussion, but we get back to that being the root of, of the problem. People not being able to keep their information to themselves they have to for some reason share it because it makes them feel like they are more than they have been led to believe that they are yeah and they probably don't have many real friends around them who can compliment on their gorgeous figure now they've been gymming for three months so let me stick it on facebook and twitter and instagram and and look in essence i think as i said we we are all human and i i think that i i will acknowledge the fact that when i post something and there's a, a great deal of interaction or a lot of likes there is some feel-good factor there. It's sure. like, oh, that's cool. People sure. appreciate this, and but you know, that's what the whole the whole thing is modelled on. But when you are not aware of that, and you're not yeah. aware of of the addictive effect that that has, that I think is when the problems creep in. I think once you get into the addiction to to the depth, you once you get deep enough into the addiction, you don't feel the effect. It's it's the reason why the behaviour reinforces itself because you felt this little rush of good. Now you want more and you want more and you don't feel it as much the next time. And it's, it's the same with, it's practically the same as any addictive behavior. I was behavior. about to say, it's no different to being on drugs, surely, no. or, or being a smoker where exactly. one or two originally is all you need and yeah. then it becomes four or, and eight. Or a drinker and, you know, yeah. instead of one whiskey, now it's a bottle. We chat with Puni every Thursday. Puni does a slot on my show on a Thursday afternoon between 1 and 2 called EduTalk. Mm-hmm. And we had this conversation towards the end of last year over probably a two-month period. We were talking about technology. And the original question was, technology, 
Is it, um, is it something which is friend or is it foe? Mm. And the conclusion after, I think, six or seven weeks of us chatting about this and uh, Puni giving all sorts of statistics on things is that at heart and in essence, it's a friend. Sure. But it becomes a foe purely because of our inability to moderate it. I, I also, so, sorry to interrupt you. I also think that it has something to do with the interactivity between people and the individualism. The, the inability now of people to retain their individuality. I think that if you have the technology and you use the technology for your own, you know, for yourself, the, the effect is markedly different to whether you have any interest in knowing what the next bloke's technology is doing for him. And part of, part of all of the programming is that people have been programmed out of being individuals. So I think the technology, this is just my opinion, I think the technology is very useful. It can be useful. But the aspect that, th- that, that allows people to be linked to each other and not retain their individuality. I think that is, that's at the root of the, the, the problem. That and the fact that a lot of the messaging, I think, uh, and, and this is probably a show for another day, a lot of the messaging is being manipulated and controlled. And, yes. and I know you and I have, have recently chatted about other platforms. Um, YouTube, for instance, for a oh. long time has been a great resource and, and for me has been very informative and educational sure. if I look at the sort of things and the subjects that I'm interested in. You can pop onto YouTube. I think YouTube, when I last looked, was the second biggest search engine to Google. Um, mm-hmm. and, and there was a time where it wasn't really used as a search engine. No. It was used as, I guess, uh, for entertainment, really. Nothing more than that. Yeah. But it's become a search engine because now it's far easier to watch a little three-minute video exactly. explaining to me how do I set up my Telegram account yep. versus going online and, and reading, reading, a, and and reading, reading a, a, page. a PDF or a, a, a tech guy who yeah. explains. So it's become a massive search engine. And that, I think, in itself has merit and is helpful and can be very useful. The problem is when you start looking at the conversations that, that are being had around the likes of YouTube and other similar platforms now where the content that is being fed through to you on your YouTube account yeah. via your Google login, that content is no longer the same content that Joe down the road is receiving. You are no. starting to receive tailor-made censored exactly moderated content that is being moderated by somebody who is a lot higher up the tree than we are all you all you have to do is go and search for something really out of the ordinary something that you wouldn't normally go and look for go and look at how how an atomic bomb works and <laughs> just wait for it because you're going to get all sorts of things coming into your feed about plutonium and uranium and all sorts of other things yep. that you would never never go and look at and we've proven this time and time again you know it just it's so simple to make the algorithm deviate slightly, and it proves it proves that it's working all all the time in the background. And I don't think there's anything wrong with recommended content. No, no, sure. You know, you I know you enjoy firearms and shooting and so on, and, yeah. and that's one of your hobbies. I'm sure if you hopped onto uh, YouTube and you've been looking at the latest. Uh, weapons and ammo and what have you yeah. it can be quite helpful where something comes up recommended that you hadn't even thought of oh wow this is cool somebody's done a test on the yeah. latest firearm or they've taken it to the shooting range so yeah. tailor-made content in that sense i think has a value and it can open your eyes to things that are out there the problem is just how tailor-made is it yeah when does it start thinking for you yeah, yeah. 
And, and I think that's something to be mindful of. Indeed. We're going to play a song, and then I would like you to touch on the Telegram account yeah, um, and what's happening there. By the way, our WhatsApp line at the moment is down, and it is down for the simple reason that the phone that has been sitting in the studio over the festive season somehow <laughs> fried itself. And this is one of the frustrations I have with the likes of WhatsApp and I think Telegram is you need a handset. You need a physical phone. Yeah. And for us, we're not in the studio all the time. Uh, this show is live. We're in the studio at the moment here at Emperor's Palace. But very often the shows are automated or presenters are working from home remotely. So we're not always in the studio. So I am trying to find something that we can all use where it doesn't require a handset to physically be sitting in that environment. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't be taking the handset home all the time because then the next person to come into the studio doesn't have the benefit of, of that, that messaging program. Uh, and as much as somebody suggested Facebook and using Facebook Messenger, using our Caxton Radio Facebook page, I'm not completely sold on that. Yeah. So I would like to try and find... There's got to be a way of doing it that doesn't require a mobile phone to be sitting wherever the... D- devices. I think, I think you can initiate that with, with the phone. You need the phone number anyway to initiate that with Telegram, but I think on the web app, um, you, can, you don't need the phone there. I think once, oh, really? once the connection's initiated, I think you can get around by not having to have the We phone. need to experiment with that because yeah. WhatsApp, did you know Telegram was created by the same person who created WhatsApp in the very beginning? In the beginning. Yeah. Yes, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, unless that's just urban legend, that's something else that we could look into. But I know WhatsApp requires your phone to physically be within yeah, con- range. Connected to the, on the same network. On the same network, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're saying Telegram might not. We need to, we need to test well, I know, that. Well, I know that I can run the web app on, on my computer and go away with my phone, you know, many kilometers away and then come back and it, it's there. It's it still works. All the time. It's still working, yeah. We need to test that then. So we are going to, in the studio, we're going to create a Telegram account for Caxton Radio. We're going to open it up in the studio. Um, I guess I could link it to my phone, my personal phone, couldn't I? Exactly. We will then see what happens if I take that phone home with me later today. It'll keep running. And I log log into that Telegram account here in the studio and look at it from home. It'll be interesting to see if that Telegram account updates. You just need to realize that anyone that comes into the studio can then see your, your application. On the thing, and you look. There are also ways of of creating multiple accounts. So uh, we need to look at we need to look at that. Yes, we will. It's the Alan Melanick hour here on Caxton Radio. Eighty minutes to one. Don't forget the coaching hour on the way between one and two, and then eighties hour between two and three. It's a mad world. Summing up the state of things on this planet fairly well, I think. Isn't it just eh? crazy? And we're part of it, and we're not going anywhere. Unless we happen to drown in a riptide or something. That's a story for another day. Hey, yeah, yeah. Swim much? <laughs> Only in my swimming pool now, Alan. That's it. Uh, you should put a boat motor in there so you get a bit of a bit of a tide going. Bit of a, a wave. Bit of a wave, yeah. yeah. At least I can stand even in the deep end of my swimming pool. Someone, someone got a boat motor Paul can put in his pool. No, 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 no. no. I've, I've had enough, <laughs> enough waves for now. Thank you very much. 200 horsepower even rude by the, <laughs> by the skimmer. Empty the pool in seconds. <laughs> so Telegram, let's get on to this briefly then. You've been using Telegram for a while. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you want to chat with us on Telegram, you can. And you are able to join... The Malinik Hour group. Explain that to me. How do we do that? Oh, well, if you have a, um, what's it called? A Telegram account. A phone. A phone, <laughs> yeah. You need a, tele- you need a Telegram 
uh, Uni Telegram loaded on your phone, you just go and search for Melanick Hour and M A L L I N I C K H O U R. It'll just come up with you know as one as one word. It'll come up with a link. It's a public group, and you click on it and yeah, join join the group. Now that's pretty cool because unlike WhatsApp, people would well my understanding of WhatsApp is people would need to have your Phone, phone number. number. One of the nice things about Telegram is that there is some degree of anonymity. You can you can hide your phone number. So, for instance, you don't want your phone number getting out there to all and sundry. You can you can keep it private. If those people are in your contacts, you can set varying uh, degrees of anonymity, and you can if someone has your phone number in their contacts, they can see who you are, of course, and vice versa. But you don't need to have your phone number out visible. There, you, okay. just need, you would need to be added to a group if it's a private group, or or even a public group if you don't. Uh, you know, or you need to click on a link. So, so this can, is Telegram. Yes. Okay. So I have you, I know, in my contacts. Yep. So by joining your group, I will see Alan Malinick as you, and it'll yes. probably come up as the admin for that group. But anybody else in that group won't see you. They'll see your name. Okay. On, on if, I, if I've if, set if it as... Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you change your phone's name to Bob, then yep. they'll see Bob has joined the group. Okay. Um, but they won't see your phone number. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's, that's, quite, that's quite, quite helpful. This is Telegram now. Yes. All right. And you'll probably find, in fairness... You'll probably find that there is some setting somewhere uh, in similar messaging apps, including WhatsApp. If you dig hard enough, I'm sure you'd be able to hide your details. I don't think you can hide your details in, in WhatsApp. Really? I don't think so. I, think I mean, I've never bothered to explore that. One of, one of the reasons we went with all of our groups, one of the reasons we changed across to Telegram was exactly that. Because we had people mining groups for people's information. You know, to to go into a Telegram group and uh, into a into a WhatsApp group, and to you know scour information out of it, names and phone numbers is a piece of cake. You can, Where Telegram, you can't do that. You, assuming look, that the privacy settings are correct. Yeah, assuming that the privacy settings are correct, you 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 shouldn't be able to do it easily. Okay. Nothing is infallible. Sure. If you know your way around a computer and some ones and zeros, you are probably going to find a way. And let's let's face it, there are. Many devious people that make it their business to explore things like that on the planet. So, yeah. unfortunately, it is it is what it is. Cool. So, Telegram, what you need to do... People, people waving. ...is you need to... Um, <laughs> hey, now, that is a face from the past walking past the studio window. Do you remember Alan Ford from 702? No. Many, many moons ago. No. Uh, he was at 702 when I was at uh, 94.7. Gosh. Okay. Um, yeah. Alan Ford used to do, uh, I think it was the morning show at some point he was part of with John Robbie. Well, with a name he, like he did, Alan, he he's probably a good well. guy. Yeah, probably. With one L, hey. <laughs> um, but hello, does, does he nice. even spell his name right? I think so, but it doesn't matter in radio. Nobody cares about the spelling because it's, it's just how you say it, not well, how you it's spell why, it. It's why I didn't even shave today, because <laughs> radio... <laughs> No, you have to dress up for radio. You have to always look smart. You just feel better about yourself. So Telegram, if you'd like to get it onto your phone and you don't yet have it, it's fairly straightforward. HTTPS.telegram.org. It'll take you to a, a site and, hey, we should be getting we should be getting commission for this, you know. Mm. Yes. But it's, Mr. A free, Mr. Durov. It's, a, it's a free service. And there's no advertising or anything as, as yet at this stage no. on Telegram. Look, there are groups. You, 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 one of the things with Telegram is you can go and search public groups and stuff like that. So if you have an interesting in firearms, for instance, you can 
put in a search bar, firearms, and it, and it will show you public groups. Oh, wow. Things like that. Now, and that can, I didn't know. That's and there's, cool. There's some, you can find some really dodgy stuff like that as well. Oh, well, if you look anywhere, uh, you can find yeah, dodgy stuff, exact, I suppose. Exactly. And it's quite funny. Yesterday, there was a message going around about you know, pornography and Telegram being linked to this and all of that. I'm afraid that, that stuff is everywhere. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's not. It's not. Uh, Somebody told me to the other day. There's porn on Netflix. I said no. You got to be. They said. I'm telling you. They said if you know where to look and what to look for. Really. They happened to catch their youngster I, um, watching porn on. I never knew that. And I think it just goes yeah. to show if if you if you want to find something if you're looking for something you will find it. One of the one of the things that worries me about this whole internet thing and social media and in fact things like Netflix is that your kids are finding or coming across things. And they are targeted. Don't don't for a moment think that they are not targeted, but they are coming across things on the internet that uh, they their brains are probably too young for, oh, and, yeah. they, and they they shouldn't be looking at. And a lot of that falls on the parents, as far as I'm concerned, because yeah. parents don't take care of what they are exposing their children to, including their phones. So, if you remember. Being a child, I know for you it was many years ago. <laughs> but if you remember, and, and I remember this, I, I would somebody would come around to my house and I'd get my BMX and we'd go off riding on their yeah. BMX and they'd maybe have a, a word or two with my mom or dad or a bit of a chat. And later that evening at the dinner table, the conversation would come up and it would be something along the lines of, Paul, I really don't think you should be spending any more time with Johnny. I, that, I, yeah. I, I don't like Johnny. Yeah. I've noticed that when you spend time with Johnny... That's because your parents' intuition worked. You come home and, and, and you're rude. And, uh, yeah. you know, without even really knowing who Johnny was. But there was some degree yeah. of, of your parents actually being able to dictate yes. who you befriended. Yeah. Because we were real people living in the real world. And if Johnny had a birthday party on a Friday night yeah. and you asked if you could go, yeah. mom and dad, if they didn't like Johnny, said no. That's it. Uh, I guess, and some, you accepted the decision, sure. Yeah. A- unless you were really devious, and you said, "Well, it's it's Sally's party," and they dropped you off at Sally's house, and then everybody went from Sally's house to Johnny's house anyway. Yeah. Which I never did. You'll be no. pleased to hear, Mom and Dad. But my point <laughs> is, if you compare that and how we were raised, and how uh, I would be raising my children, and how I do raise them in the real world, I mean, I've said to Matthew on several occasions, "No, he's wanted to go to a party." I've said, "No, you're not going." Yeah. Oh, but dad, is, I said, no, finished. End of story. Done. You're not going. Why don't we do that when it comes to the digital space? We, and I say we collectively, collectively. because it seems as if parents don't. Or for, for some reason, and, I, and I've seen it with my brother-in-law and their eldest daughter. Her phone is out of bounds for him as her father. It's crazy. And I don't get that. That's that's crazy. And and the the mom what is has there, said, what is there that is so bad? Well, that that's, that's the first thought. And 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 secondly, surely there needs to be just like you're parenting your real friends in the real world. There needs to be some degree as your as your father or your mother as your parent of being able to look at your device and say, listen, if there is anything on here that shouldn't be on here, yep, I am or should be the first person to see that and the first person. To say, no, why have you got this app? Or yes. who are these photos from? Yeah. Or what's going on here? For some reason, though, and I've seen it many times, we we seem to feel as if a mobile phone, even if it is the mobile phone of our children, is, is private. Yeah. And it's theirs. An extension as, of their mind. As parents, we shouldn't be able to be looking at it. That's Bull! Right. Absolute rubbish. And, and, and my, my children, I haven't had to do it. 
But on the odd occasion that I have said, guys, pass me your phone, I do get a little bit of a sort of a shocked look. Yep. But on both occasions, or on, on the occasions, both children have handed the phone over. And Fair look, enough. they're also not stupid. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure if yeah, you Yeah, they probably deleted to, the stuff first anyway. Or you have a hidden folder <laughs> or a security folder somewhere that, 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 you know, sure. that you're not going to find. But yeah, the point is, I think, if you look at how you would raise your children in the real world, why are many parents not doing that in the virtual digital world? I wonder what would happen if tomorrow the internet fell on its ear and there was no more internet and no more cell phones or, or, or smart devices with all of these applications. What would happen if we went back to 30, 40 years ago where you actually had to communicate with people in a meaningful manner to achieve something and to get ahead in life and... Just generally, you actually had to interact in people's personal spaces. I wonder what would happen. And well, this radio station would disappear. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> <If> we, can, <laughs> so, we can keep this, but the rest of the internet can fall over. <laughs> okay, deal. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. And unfortunately, it's kind of like... Um, the, the the horse has bolted. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, once it's once it's been let go, that's it. It's too late. Um, Pandora's box, I think, has been opened. It's way. That's a, it's that's, way that's too a late. good analogy. You know that I think that's the most accurate analogy so far is Pandora's box. If you yeah. if you look at what the internet is, um, Pandora's box. I don't know how many young people, how many people under, I don't know thirty. Even know what that is. Yeah. Google story. it. There yeah, we go. yeah, yeah. Go you, and Google. Use the very thing that has created Pandora's box yes. to find out what Pandora's yeah. box is. Now, briefly, because yeah. we've only got a couple of minutes left. There's no news today, by the way. Lorette Morgan is still sick. Um, it is the coaching hour, which we'll get into just after one. I know you wanted to touch on some of our um, our politicians. Is this after um, Squirrel's address this week? You know, I don't even watch those addresses. You know, and and. People come up with these things about we're having a family meeting. Yes, I have what to laugh at that. insult. I have to laugh at the context. Yeah, which, which family, man? Yeah. You know, really? Uh, it's, it's quite ridiculous. But honestly, I don't actually watch those things. And, um, you know, you're go- you know you're going to hear about it after the fact. Yeah. You're going to have 15 different versions and 17 different pictures just explaining to you what you can do and how you can't go 100 meters from the water and all of this. And again, it's part of the programming. It's part of exactly the way people have been set up over the last few decades to behave in a particular way. It's what, how ridiculous is it that people shouldn't be allowed to go into the salt water? Yeah. What is that about? Well, we were joking when we were standing on the beach in the south, the south coast, swimming in the ocean and standing on the beach. And there were a few people around, locals in the area, as I was saying. And... Um, Everybody who we encountered had had a comment or a joke. And jeepers, look at! Have you seen how bad the COVID is out out in the waves this I know, morning? It's terrible. It's coming out of the sand. Exactly. It's, it's going to atta- even the sharks have got it. I'm so glad you're wearing slops <laughs> because the COVID <laughs> would quite right. And look, th- there are some. When I say some merits, there are. How can I put this? It's unfortunate that whatever rules are made are made for the lowest common denominator. Precisely that. And why should we be punishing everybody or limiting everybody's uh, activity movements, or, or yeah. movements based on the ineptitude of the majority that you know are going to do stupid things anyway? Yeah. If you go into certain places, you're going to find that life has not changed over the last year. No. Life has been exactly the same as it was. Yeah. You go back a year... Nothing's changed. And um, funny, some people are not getting it either, which, you know, 
yeah, we can we can talk about conspiracy theories and, and all sorts of things until the cows come home about this. But the uh, the manner in which it's being handled locally and comparatively globally is questionable in the extreme. You know, this this latest thing of in fact, it's not latest. It's actually been there's been evidence of it for months with um, what's this drug called ivermectin? Yes, you know, um, I, I, I put it up on Twitter yesterday as oh, a matter okay. of fact, and I've been sent some photographs of it. Yeah, yeah. it's used to treat mange and and other things uh, in cattle. Yeah, parasitic type type things. Yeah, yeah. and and in in livestock. Yeah, and it's been used in humans as well for the last forty years. So. Why is it all of a sudden that the South African medical people, in their wisdom, decide no, they must ban this with, with criminal consequences, mind you? Is what? that what's happened? Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, you can't get this now. It's, you know, if you get caught with it for your own, you know, if you're going to ingest it or whatever. I'm not going to mention any names, but there is a group of farmers, who, two of the, two of this group were basically of the opinion that they contracted COVID. They went mm-hmm. away on business. Somebody then at a later stage said, shoot, I've got COVID. Anyway, 15 farmers ended up taking this. Yep. No one died. Within within 24 hours, the two who had already started exhibiting symptoms were completely free of those symptoms, were fit and healthy. Um, And it's now sometime after this whole thing has happened and and not one of them has contracted the virus. There are multiple instances planet-wide where people are reporting good efficacy that's a big word for a yeah. Sunday morning efficacy, efficacy. without swearing yes. and it's, it's Tuesday <laughs> by the way not exactly. Sunday somewhere it's going to be Sunday <laughs> soon but it I there, know it's there's, Wednesday by the way there, yeah. there's, there's a lot of evidence to support the fact that this works now why would you ban something that allegedly works why would you take out of the uh, hands of people, their own ability or their ability to Heal actually themselves. make themselves well. Yeah. Unless, of course, you wanted to buy it all up and sell it at a profit or something. Possibly. And here we get into the conspiracy theory. Or thing. you yeah. don't want to give them that, but you want to give them the vaccine and make sure. Ah, that, mm. now maybe we're cooking with gas because the vaccine is bought and sold at what? Um, a profit? I no. don't know. Politicians. Politicians are the problem. Have you seen, and just to wrap up because it's gone one, um, have you seen the video that he's doing the rounds of President Ramaphosa on a Zoom session? No. I'm going to do something here that may or may not work. Okay. I have it on my phone and I'm literally going to play this over the microphone from my phone. So I apologize if the quality isn't good. I'm going to turn my microphone up a little bit. But you listen to this. Now, I don't have the exact context of this. What I can tell you, it's a video with Cyril Ramaphosa speaking. He has the health minister, uh, forget her name. Um, wada wada. Who's sitting behind him. And it's what appears to be a group of, I'm guessing, um, ministers and other uh, members of parliament. And this is a video that I'm told was captured last year on a Zoom session um, from President Ramaphosa. Just take a listen to this. We want to find a way of ramping this up even beyond uh, the end of the lockdown. Uh, And I don't know when the lockdown will end. Uh, Some people are saying the 16th of April 
But when we announced it, I didn't say what year it will end. <laughs> so, so regardless of the context, this little video is doing the rounds now. And, and I think we're all being equally incensed by the same thing. The fact is that our president here is clearly saying that he doesn't know what year the lockdown is going to end, firstly, which says to me, there's, 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 there's something beyond this in terms of who's dictating what. And secondly, the, the fact that he finds it funny. You know my view on politicians. We've spoken about them many, many times in the past. And I think something that people would do well to note is that they should pay attention to these little, the little things like this. And, and even when stuff is said in a, in a TV, in jest, t- yes, even, even in jest, there's meaning behind it. And, um, what you might do well to consider is how much you actually, how much trust do you actually put into these people? They have generated a situation, and I'm not talking about the virus, but that that too. They've generated a situation that has essentially destroyed the livelihood of the country yep. and are not doing anything to put things in place to make it better. Now, you have to question what the long-term goal is here. And if you do not question it, then you need to be quiet and plainly bear the consequence because there will be a consequence. It might not be for you. It's likely to be for your children or probably their children. But there is a very serious thread underlying all of this. And the political manipulation that is going on, and it's going on worldwide, but it's definitely going on here. They are actually doing it in a way where it's becoming quite plain that they're not really too worried about who picks up on it. And the problem is the minority of people that do pick up on it remain silent. They sit quietly in the background and they accept it and they go, oh, here we go again and more, more conniving and more scheming. Ask yourself this. Why is everything such a secret? Why is everything discussed behind closed doors? Why are you only being told what you need, apparently need to know? Why that? Those are things to think about. Mm. And quite frankly, just to wrap up, um, I never trusted a word that came out of the government's mouth pre-COVID. Why would I believe anything that comes out of their mouth now? Exactly. And and for all his good intentions, I've I've I haven't met him personally, but I know of people who have who've had very good things to say about President Ramaphosa. I think he's a massive improvement on uh, the previous joke that we had, yeah. uh, Mr. Potato Head, as yeah. as a president. Um, but again, it just goes to show you how, how the bar is kind of lowered. And then even if you just get somebody who's a little bit better than the person you, you had previously, that seemed to be a good thing. In, in the land of the blind, the man with one eye is king. There we go. There we go. Spot on. And yeah, so I question and I always have. I've questioned everything that has come out of his mouth and everything that has come out of the group of people who are collectively leading us down whatever road they're leading us. But I will say this. When you are the billionaire that he is. Um, in, in Rand terms, you know, he's worth several hundred million Rand. He's, he's a businessman and has got um, no real cause for concern when it comes to how he's earning a living. I think that puts you in a rather unique position where 
you don't necessarily have to consider the ripple effects and the knock-on effects of shutting down businesses, of implementing things that are going to remove people from earning a living. Um, maybe and, that's maybe that's why he retains his sense of humor and laughs glibly at things yeah, like this. exactly. And and I just I don't think it's very presidential. I don't think that it's something that even if that meeting was behind closed doors, which clearly it was. Uh, I don't think it's something that is funny at all, discussing mm-hmm. when this is all going to come to an end and having a laugh about the fact that you don't know what year it will be, I just think is in poor taste. But anyway. If, if everything was in everyone else's best interests, why are the doors closed? Mm. Good question. And we won't get on to the fact that, uh, not that I want the vaccine, we won't get on to the fact that prisoners have been grouped in with the, the frontline <laughs> they should, workers. They should give the politicians the, eh? the vaccine first. No, well, they're offering it to the prisoners no, first. No, they should give it to the politicians. Hopefully some of them will get rid of. Cheap as you are. We'll leave that for another day. Alan, thanks for joining us. I Thank think you. you're going to stick around a bit or disappear, yeah. but it's the coaching hour now.